0: While Beauty Lab & Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Love Lab, the
1: the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab & Laser. I'm one of your hosts, Heather Gay, one of the co-owners of Beauty Lab. I'm here hunkered down in a
0: self-imposed quarantine (laughs) with Dre the the co-host
1: and the other owner, the other owner,
0: and together we are together together forever.
1: And together we are still knock on wood, virus free, yeah. <laughs> COVID nineteen free. We have other viruses, but
0: those are there are more of them, not to be mentioned. The mind and soul. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like we're um, hunkered down for the apocalypse, though. Yeah, because it's like free. Okay, so you guys, we moved, new location. Yeah. And we are currently, just for old time's sake, in our old... Hold up, You one might say, in a barren building, which
1: was at one time the bustling old location of Beauty Lab. But the heat hasn't been on, so we found two rejected blankets that didn't make the move. I love these blankets, actually. We've now wrapped them around ourselves. We are
0: hunched over a retired <laughs> massage table. We have a space heater and a sleeve of, of Ritz crackers circa 2016, <laughs> and we're
1: eating them like it's like, the most <laughs> delicious thing anyone's ever offered us. We just got here. We, I it's mean, like, literally.
0: We could have driven through Del Taco. We could
1: have done a million things. <laughs> I was at Canton Village less than 20 <laughs> minutes ago. However, we didn't bring any of those supplies
0: with us. So we literally feel like we
1: are prepared for the apocalypse.
0: It really is uh, it's it's a weird sight out here. It's like gray and yeah. no cars in the parking lot because now Beauty Lab's not here.
1: Yeah, and we can't podcast at our new location because what we'll, we'll get to in a minute, but we have we are having a few sound issues that um so for the next until our lease runs out on this space, I guess we'll be podcasting here until we yeah. die of coronavirus <laughs> or the lease runs out whichever may come first we'll be podcasting from this little corner of the world
0: it has been really exciting moving to our new space though um if by exciting you mean get wrenchingly hard stressful. change is hard and change stressful. is totally hard yeah it is it is
1: and there's a lot of i think just our both our personalities are like if it's not broken why fix it yeah. So, you know, we had a really, really good thing going here at the old location. For the hovel that it was, Before we were... sure. We had a
0: flourishing business. I know. You know? But we did take it over from, like, an existing plastic surgery place. Right. That was here. And so it was never our Space. layout. It was never our choice. Yeah. And, but, like, how many conversations did you and I have of, like, should we move? Should we stay? Should yeah. we move? Should, should we, we stay? stay? And, like... It was a big leap. It was a big leap. It was a big leap emotionally and just
1: like risk taking, but it was also a big leap financially because we totally. we self financed it and we we bootstrapped it and put like, like we do yeah like we do <laughs> like we're known to do. Fun fact: we have never taken out a loan ever, not by choice.
0: <laughs> but My by, choice
1: by Dre's <laughs> Iron. She's Scrooge
0: McDuck. It's you know what it is. Brent Robinson. Shout out, Dad. Um, millionaire next door style. He just he instilled it in me. Yeah, and I'm
1: grateful for it because, I mean, my card got declined at Target last night
0: because it was a long story. Okay, I just for the, te- the record, I, I got the text when I woke up this morning <laughs> that I got declined. Why did it decline me? Because if it's over a certain amount, listen, it, who doesn't spend thirteen hundred dollars at Target? That was if, a normal. Target I know. I read. think it's if it's over a thousand dollars, it like worries that it's fraud. And so I get a text every time something's charged over a thousand dollars.
1: Okay, well that's good to know because I thought I was gonna slip it behind, slip it by you and just charge thirteen hundred dollars can- worth of mm-hmm. bikinis and whatnot. <laughs> that's like Target crap, and it got declined. And it wouldn't. I didn't understand how to do my. I couldn't find my other cards. They were in my other purse. So I was just like, that's why I even use the beauty lab card for bikinis. So did IRS. you?
0: Did, 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 did you pay cash then?
1: No, because I was flustered, and I did. I think I probably only had like a couple hundred bucks in my wallet, but I had Apple Pay.
0: Oh, so I have it. You know, I could use Apple
1: Pay, but I just my I broke my debit card in half. Remember? Yes. So I haven't had my debit card, and then I guess I had shopped with a different purse because my life has been in such disarray just with the move and with everything that, you know, all I had was the beauty lab (laughs) credit card, and I thought. I'm using these bikinis for a very important purpose for which to build the business, and it got declined. And I thought, my world is ending. It's over. Don't it's worry. gonna I'm going to die are- here in the line, and I still didn't get hand sanitizer, <laughs> Lysol wipes, or toilet paper. Why? Because they were sold out? Sold out. Sold out. On oh, the road. Can we talk about that for a second. I'm, are you annoyed? I'm just like, befuddled is the word. I'm not really annoyed because I'm leaving for Hawaii, so I'm just like... I don't have to worry about it. The Grand Wailea does. You know what I mean? Like Grand Wailea sends employees out to stand in line at Costco because I'm going to plan on using their toilet paper for the next 10 days. So I'm not like worried about it, but I'm just kind of baffled by the fact that I care so little. I mean, I have children I have to provide for. And I'm just like, they'll figure it out. They'll grab some leaves. They'll do it like their pioneer ancestors did. Yep. You know, yeah, like totally. we'll eat. I mean, that lady buying twenty-seven gallons of milk, like
0: that's yeah. just a
1: whole lot of spoiled milk. To I me. guess
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't really have that gear, that like panic end of the world gear. Yeah. Because like I have, I don't know. I haven't been shaken. Like Brady, my husband, he like you know banned our children from going to the kids club at the gym. Which I'm like, well, my life is over. Yeah. Great. And what a wonderful ban. you know. <laughs> I'm all cool.
1: Well, enjoy me. They never they never weight. like do like a ban like I'm going to ban the children and force them to just be at my side for the next 24 <laughs> hours. I really want to a lot I want to teach with them and share with them. Like it's always like something that just immediately impacts us and yeah. our convenience.
0: No, totally. But I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast um with that I don't know, it was a CDC guy or something. Um, everyone give it a listen. It's like 3 episodes ago. Um, but it was really informative and but they did say like you shouldn't be worrying about the kids catching this this is not a children's virus now it's also not just an old person's virus but like I guess there's not a lot of people under the age of 18 who have gotten it. I think they said like 2% of cases are um, 18 and under so it's not gonna affect my dating pool No, your dating pool is just fine, Heather. Good, good, good. That was my immediate concern. Who's the most vulnerable group here? (laughs) But I'm saying, like, I care the most about my kids. And if they're not really at risk, then it's like, if I get it, oh, well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not about, like, the contagion. It's about, like, the the hysteria. So, okay, you're out of toilet paper. What do you do?
0: I mean use hand towels and wash no. them no do you know what uh <laughs> tried and true moms they um posted one of those little you know the squeezy bottle of water that you rinse oh, after, after you after have, a, have baby. a baby yes <laughs> they were like flashback to post baby the spritzer bottle. the spritzer bottle. Yeah. so i mean there are options people wow yeah when i lived in the middle east they don't use toilet paper they use a hose okay i know well. so same same you know, and the Middle
1: East has always been so advanced in terms of social and cultural policies. I'm
0: just okay. saying we have options, people. Yeah. Obviously, Hook I don't want to... your garden host and you'll be just fine. <laughs> no, it is very scary. And, like, you know, I'm worried about, like, my grandma, who's, you know, 90, of course, and, like, my mom, who's recovering from surgery. But am I worried for myself? Not really. I'll probably get it and um, I'll be fine.
1: I just, I mean... I, I was thinking of the irony of the fact that I bit was at Canton Village buying, like, as much Chinese food as I could carry. And I thought, is this wise? Like, am, <laughs> am, am, I, am I crossing the line here? Am I, like, mm. so totally dead inside that I'm, like, buying Chinese food in the midst of a, like, health pandemic that
0: started in Wuhan, China? You know what I mean? Listen, n- no shade to Canton Village, but I'm pretty sure that their stuff is not coming from China. Yeah. All We're, I had hopes is probably yeah. coming from Costco In the fact that they got up
1: at 5am to get in line. Mad props to you guys. I'm going to continue to frequent your business.
0: So Canton Village is our new neighbor. Yeah.
1: Just two doors down. Big, big fan already. Yeah. Like big fan of those guys. They are, they seem to be family members, maybe not, but they're just like f- cool guys. They're
0: totally nice except for when it comes to their garbage. Yeah, they don't mess with the garbage. Yeah, they won't let us share their dumpster. But, but I, I told
1: whatever. them that like we were going to be their best customers. I gave them like a 40% tip today. I'm doing everything I can to like gild the lily on that one <laughs> okay. because we have a lot of garbage. <laughs> We have a lot of garbage.
0: We order a lot from
1: Amazon, and you know we're it's we're. Tw- he asked how many employees we had. He was gonna give us like all fortune cookies. I didn't want to disappoint him and tell him that the the giant order I'd made was just for me and my three <laughs> children. But uh, he, I said, we have twenty. We have twenty employees now. That's it's not crazy. crazy. Yeah, we started out as three. Yeah, and now we've multiplied just like throwing water on gremlins, man. I mean, in in the I course know. of three years now. Yeah. 'Cause twenty seventeen we really we launched Beauty Lab and Laser. Officially on paperwork, Dre and I formed our partnership in January first of mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. Yeah. But we We
0: rebranded in May.
1: We right. rebranded in May and May 2017. And now we are in March of 2020 and we have grown I mean like fifteen hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like ridiculous amounts. Crazy amounts, yeah. Yeah. I love Heather's stats. My stats are always off because I make them up, (laughs) (laughs) in
0: case you're wondering. Well, I was trying – I mean, but how But, yeah, no, I think that is accurate. I think that is a number that we've – that didn't come from our brains. It came from – Well, like, I remember,
1: like, doing that little algorithm, like, looking at what we made, like, the first month of January 2017 versus, Uh you know, what we made this month, and it was, like, a a lot different. I know. The problem is we had three employees back then, so (laughs) – Mm -hmm. Now we have 20, Mm -hmm. so our overhead and our... There's a lot more mouths to feed. A lot more mouths to feed, and we now have moved to a new location that cost us, like... Our whole lives. Our whole lives and about three years' salary, (laughs) but it's okay because we're really not about the money. No. We're about the experience and we're about what we're doing.
0: And it was really important um, in our new space to be able to, like, really promote kind of our tenants and our, like... Just our vision, yeah, and like own it,
1: and kind of put our money where our mouth is. You know, like see, just kind of put it to the test, like, Mm -hmm. and also truly to expose ourselves because it's pretty easy to hide behind the fact, like, oh well, we didn't choose this space, or we're just making do, or you know, I didn't want this, but we're gonna look what we're we're turning lemonade out of lemons, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And like, so to own it and start from scratch, it you really expose yourself. You kind of realize your vulnerabilities and. You also it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because no. it's yeah, not perfect. The new location isn't perfect. And so then I'm just like, "Well, wait a second. We built this. We built this city. <laughs> we built this city on rock." Oh, no. It's, I was going to go high, you go low. <laughs> I was I wasn't going to go with the actual lyrics. I didn't want to tr- like a copyright infringement. I was going to say like on Botox, bro. We built this city on
0: lips and Oh, shots. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry that I ruined our um, chance for harmony. But you know it's who fine. sings that song? Yeah. Star, De- Jefferson, Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship, yeah.
1: yeah. I just love, I'd love to give Dre like random music trivia because, well, she's not only the smartest person I know, but she's like the most
0: music minded person I know. I Yeah, I know a lot of things about music because of my mom and dad.
1: Yeah. And reference, because,
0: Please reference our My Life. The playlist my life's a
1: playlist yeah <laughs> our lives have a playlist and i'll tell you why i know that song we built this city on rock and roll it's not because of my mom and dad well inadvertently because of my mother i was in a road show which is what our um the church yeah. would perform these plays and we would I pirate music and shows. i know i love the road <gasps> shows my most like cherished memories i think is that as a youth performer <laughs> would be in these road shows so we pirated the lyrics or the song. We built this city because uh-huh. we were doing um, a, a road show or a little play about the Constitution. And it's um, we built this country, and now we sing. So it's like we built this country, we built this country, and now we sing. And then we like did this whole thing about. Oh my gosh! It was about <laughs> the rats that lived under. Uh, the place where they signed the Declaration of Independence it was really pretty brilliant. And my mom, like, helped write the script and all the lyrics and yeah. stuff. So, road, show. Cheers to road, <laughs> Cheers show, to road shows. Here's the
0: road show, man. And Rich <Ritz>
1: Crackers. <laughs> so, tangent. So, we built the lab. Yes. And now we have to kind of answer it mm-hmm. to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, I, I'll, I'll speak personally. I mean, it has been such a whirlwind. So, we've only been in the new space. Um, this is our fifth day. We've been in the new space five
0: days. Yeah. It's been a fog. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. No, I, the day we opened, I broke down crying at the gym Okay. because I was just so stressed. Sweet Nick. Shout out, Nick. Shout out to the big sexy 007. It he's was he's work- taking a couple hits this last week. He <laughs> was working and saw me have a meltdown, brought... Um, Brought some coffee. Brought some coffee. that when I was curled up in the fetal position yes.
1: on the couch in the consult room, and you're like, do you want to come say hi to Nick? I was like, no. Tell him thanks for the coffee. <laughs>
0: so, like, that's the week we've had.
1: Like, yeah. I, Nick, I was, Nick brought us coffee yes. for Andrea's meltdown and tears. And, and your catatonic state. Yeah, catatonic state where I couldn't
0: even, like, raise my head to say, thank you for the coffee. <laughs> because I, I don't think I was anticipating how hard this was going to be mm-hmm. and how stressful and just... I mean, and and why is it? Is it just purely because of the change? Is it because of just the disruption
1: of? I think it's it's all those things. I think there's some disruption. I think that we were already, our bandwidth was already pretty maxed out, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was doing it as it was, which we had it down pretty pat here, which is why we felt the need to expand and to grow and to move. And we took on a huge, huge financial undertaking. And I don't think either of us are comfortable spending tons of money. Yeah, totally, Um, totally. I mean, what's $1,300 at Target? You know, that's just that's just chick feed.
0: <laughs> I can't yep. believe you
1: got a text alert. That makes me I feel know. like you are my mom.
0: Well, or like we, my
1: RA at the very least.
0: Let's change it to your phone so that well, you can just approve it when it goes through. Yeah, I'll be through. like, click. Don't worry about that. That text <laughs> that came through, watch this. Bing.
1: Run it again. <laughs> It'll go right through. No, I think um, it's the undertaking. I think it's the exposure. I think it's also... Um, we love our labbers yes. and we love our staff yes. and we know that change is hard for both of those groups and we also are so deeply invested in their experience mm-hmm. that I think we took it on like we want we were scared it wasn't going to be perfect for everyone right from the get-go and yeah. that was intimidating and overwhelming
0: yeah well and truly, truly Heather like the way that we've set up the new beauty lab it's different it's different it's, it's disruptive totally different. it's it's very beauty lab yeah so in our staff meeting this week we talked about the cycle of disruption will you just
1: refresh yeah. well i think the easiest way to like refresh the cycle of disruption is to kind of talk about when beauty lab first came on the scene and it was even before we formed ourselves as beauty lab so it was mm-hmm. about we were since, still visage yeah we yeah. were still visage which was the name of the med spa that we purchased and inherited and we uh, started doing things differently in September
0: mm-hmm.
1: So like five months before we formed it as like formed our partnership, right? Yeah. So I'm just trying to get the timeline. So we decided that we were going to come out with well, we kind of looked at the industry. Yeah. Dre was like an old iron horse in the industry. She had worked in it for years. she knew it like forwards and backwards and I was a newbie that was just coming in from a purely, Customer standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we looked at what was offered out there and how the industry ran. And I think together we came up with the mini lip plump.
0: Yeah. Well, really, you did. Okay. Well, I like to you throw did. you a bone Thank a you so but, much. But do you know what? No bone necessary. This is all... Uh, because even I, because I was industry were, standard. Yeah. And you I were was like... like uh. Okay, like I liked the idea, but I just did not know if it was going to go over or not. Because
1: you had no prior experience that would in, like let you know that that might possibly work. So yeah. Mini Lip Plump was basically taking the concept of lip injections and removing, creating like a like a commodity, creating an outcome-based mm-hmm. product that people could come in, ask for by name, and then just um, get, you know, like instead of coming in and saying, "I would like to augment my lips with filler," yeah, you know, with For- Juvederm Ultra Plus, and I would like one syringe or one point five mLs, you know, like all
0: these weird medical terms yes. that consumers were forced to use. And and that was truly all that there was. It was lip injections, lip augmentation, lip fillers lip plump wasn't even a thing. No the word plump was never used. Never. It may be in product like for like lip plump like lip glosses that plump yeah, your lips. like buxom Bup, plumps yeah, your lips uh-huh. or bee sting, you know stuff like that. never was it used in the industry and believe me I mean I, I started in the industry in 2008. And you're just calling
1: it lip augmentation yeah. or lip injections. Or lip
0: fillers lip injections yeah. And,
1: and it was pretty standard that the only way to get lip fillers was to get a full syringe. A syringe. Problem.
0: Not even, they didn't even say full syringe. It was just a syringe. A syringe. A syringe. You Which get like, syringe. Who wants to say that word when talking about your your face or your... It was just incredibly
1: medical. It was incredibly medical. Yeah. And as a total newbie, I didn't get that. It, it made sense to you, but it didn't make sense to me. And it also was really intimidating because what we had seen before were kind of these garish, overstretched, overfilled examples of women that got filler mm-hmm. and they were all... 50 plus. Yep. They had obvious filler in their lips. They looked kind of cartoonish. And this sausage-y.
0: Is sausage-y,
1: yeah. you know, kind of desperate, kind of like, you know, reaching for something but not looking natural, not looking enhanced, not looking beautiful. But then at the same time, while that is the overriding image, we have Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And she's emerging and this is, you know, 2016 and she's gone from this thin-lipped teenager to this, like, voluptuous-lipped vixen. Yeah. Virtually overnight. And there was a lot of scandal surrounding the fact that she had gotten lip augmentation at the age of 17. And what kind of mom was Kris Jenner and what kind of world are we living in where 17-year-olds are, heaven forbid, 17-year-old girls are feeling empowered to change the way they look and have some sort of self-divination in... In their appearance, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that was the that was the big disruption yeah. that we kind of just you know attached ourselves
0: to. Well, you came up with the phrase "change your lips, change your life," because we all saw it like like after three months. Or I remember the episode of Kardashians, and then like three months later, she came out with the Kylie lip kits, which sold out immediately. Like I couldn't get my hands on one for Mm-mm. years, truly, and like I remember texting my friend Kim and saying like. I kind of want a Kylie lip kit. Do you kind of want one? And she was like, "Yeah, but we can't get them." And we like sold out everywhere. Yeah, and we like made like this thing that we're gonna get them for our birthdays the next year, and like and they weren't. It's not that they were expensive; it's just that they were they were selling out so demand. They were selling
1: out. So um, we came up with the mini lip plump, which was something that wasn't using medical terms at all, and it was also flying in the face of the industry, which was we were going to customize the amount of filler that women could get in their lips rather than just have it be dictated by some big fortune 500 company, some you know fat cat CEO that's like, this is the baseline we can produce it at and package it at and still make a 7,000% profit. So yeah. this is what women are now forced to use. Yeah, It was saying, no, listen, I don't care what form it comes in. We're going to put in our lips what we want in our lips and we're only going to pay for what we use because yeah. you could come in and only get a little bit. But you're still gonna you're pay, still pay for the whole package the it's full like
0: syringe. you break yeah. you break it you buy it and that was the industry standard yeah well and truth be told like the reason why they've measured out that I mean a full syringe is 1.0 cc's it's not a ton but it's 1.0 cc's of filler is gonna look different in my lips than it's gonna look in my friend's lips that who have who has no lips you know? It's going to look different in different races. It's going to
1: look different Absolutely. in different size faces and different ethnicities. It's going to. It's not going to look the same. It's like, how many cc's are in a ketchup packet? Like, I, think, it, I
0: think it's like three or four. Yeah.
1: So think of what's what you get in a ketchup packet, and then one, which is, I think it's four cc's. Yeah, uh-huh. We're not positive. We're not big ketchup packet people, <laughs> but...
0: I prefer sriracha.
1: Well, right now we take anything because we're eating a sleeve of stale Ritz crackers and grateful for it. But it's it's not a large amount, but it's still intimidating and it's very expensive. Yeah, totally. And the price kind of varied. Like the cheapest you could find it for was like around six, seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. you could go all the way up to like if you were in Beverly Hills or in some market where there wasn't a lot of
0: oh, you're paying a thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand
1: dollars for yeah. you know a ketchup one-third of a ketchup packet of filler injected into your lips. So we came up with the Mini Lip Plump because it was a tiny, minuscule amount that not only like kind of gave you the opportunity to try it out, Mm -hmm. see if you liked it, it also lessened the trauma that you had to go through to get the injections and the downtime, the bruising, the the recovery. Like, we were women that didn't have four days to hide out in a corner not not because we were ashamed of getting lip injections, but because we were bruised and battered and we didn't want to deal with the backlash. Because there was still a lot of resistance to women improving themselves through injections, totally. especially young women.
0: Totally. Yeah. And it
1: wasn't really accessible to us. Like unless you were 40 plus, 50 plus, people weren't saying, why don't you think about filling in your lips? You know? Yeah. yeah. But then but at the same time we're seeing Kylie Jenner who has access to all the experts, all the money in the world. She's 17 and she's getting it done. I want to get it done too. Yeah. So let's make it available and accessible to anyone that's even curious about it. And we came up with a mini lip plump. We went to our Botox rep and said, hey, this is our idea. And he was like, "Uh, I don't know if it's legal. I don't know if it's allowed. Um, You could get shut down because if you don't use the product in the way that products are marketed to you, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the industry is not really friendly to that. Yeah. Right? That's very disruptive. And
0: we, like, kind of panicked. At least I kind of panicked a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, geez. Like, because this is a guy who's on our team who wants us to, like, totally succeed. He understood the Beauty Lab way. And, like, if he was telling us that he had his doubts, that was scary. Yeah.
1: And and, and he, he was like, you can order, like, half syringes.
0: Yeah. 0.4 cc. 0.4 cc.
1: So not quite a half. And he also was, like, <clears throat> concerned he was pretty open and transparent about, like, he was concerned, like, is this, if I encourage them to do this really disruptive halfsies movement for the lip injections, is that going to cut my profits in half? Because if I say no, and I put down, like, an iron fist and say nope, and I'm going to contact, you know, Division of Professional Licensing, and I'm going to contact the authorities and say, these two rogue girls without a medical license are trying to only sell half a syringe of filler.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that going to... um Because what he could basically do is say, nope, you have to buy a full syringe. Uh And then you can only inject half, but your customers are going to, either you or your customers are going to have to pay for a full syringe.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And we were like, but we don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. There's got to be a
1: medically sound way to split that syringe and use it for two customers so that they both pay for only what they're using and we don't upsell them or force them to a standard that they didn't create or ask for. Yeah. That's what was so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like every time you wanted a slice of pizza, you had to buy a whole pizza. And you're like, but it's just me. Yeah. And I just want one slice of cheese. Nope. Sorry. A whole pepperoni. <laughs> and you can take the pepperonis off and you can throw away what you don't use. But I'm sorry.
0: We only sell pizza in a in a whole. Which, P.S., you know that that is actually still the law in Las Vegas or in for Nevada Botox. for Botox. For Botox. You cannot... You have to purchase a 50-unit vial. That yeah. is crazy and so it sad is crazy. to me. It's because it's ridiculous.
1: Of they had like a huge hepatitis thing, and there were that's what happened. It was oh, because there's that. there's a, a huge, huge hepatitis uh, pandemic <laughs> in <laughs> Vegas, and because you are inserting a needle into the same vial of Botox, um, they're like, if you open it, you, op- you break it, you buy it. You open it, you, you buy all 50
0: units. Which is crazy because, of course, you're not going to dip the same... Needle No, syringe but, but, into it, but in order to like... Yeah, I mean, but it like it secures it that that's the... But yeah, the truth is,
1: it. let's just be completely honest. It was probably not public safety that forced that law. It was the lobbyist that said, oh my gosh, if we can lock every single cosmetic injection patient in Nevada into buying a seven... units.
0: 50 in, units minimum. I would have to buy two because I use 80 units. Right. And so I would have to buy 100 units and just what... Toss the extra twenty. Yeah. So
1: basically, you'd be forced to spend a seven hundred dollars, even if you only used four or five hundred dollars worth it of mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, think in any other world, would they say to you, um, "Okay, you're only going to need four throw pillows." Well, we only sell them in sets of. It's like hot dog buns. Yeah. <laughs> except thousand dollar hot dog buns. Like, yeah, we understand that you don't, you know, need these three extra buns, but that's how we sell them. Too bad. Too bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fine, you'll know, turn them into. Pop art, we don't know, but like make use of it. And, but you don't even get to take it home. It's not like you can take it home and do anything with it. Like they throw it away, they dispose of it, and you're locked into this kind of logistical cycle that is run by fat cat CEOs that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of your need to self divinate how your appearance looks. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, it is mind boggling.
0: But the thing is, Heather, is like, it is, I'm glad that we like stuck to our guns and we found a medically sound way to split the syringes. Of course, like that's our always our number one yeah safety sure that, first yeah, for sure and and that we didn't allow you know like other people's feedback specifically from our competition yeah t- t- everybody freaked out.
1: yeah, so this would be the cycle of disruption that everyone's going along to get along and they're competing with each other with seasonal specials, little weird promotional things, but the industry standard is one syringe if you want your lips filled. Here comes Beauty Lab, these two noobs Mm -hmm. on the scene and we're saying mini lip plump. It's only $350 Mm -hmm. and it's not only just the cost, it's also less downtime. Yeah. um, Less less of a commitment
0: it's less change
1: and it's customized yeah. exactly what you want or need yeah and we introduced it and it immediately got hit no with,
0: I remember you sending me a podcast that somebody or or not a podcast it was like a post that they had done about like you can't get the results that you want from a mini that from yeah. less than a full syringe from less than a syringe you can't get the results you want I'm like, bitch, please. Oh, I will never not do a mini lip plump. Like, cause I do like to be a little bit more subtle, and I like to just be gradual. Yeah, I can't. I swell really, really bad, and so if you're putting a a full syringe syringe. in my lips, I look like a crazy person for three days. And it's traumatic. Yeah, but the the mini is less pokes. It's less filler, and less downtime, less bruising, less trauma, all of it. I and I I am much more comfortable with it. So
1: we started advertising it. And the way that we got our first 10 customers is we said, book a mini lip plump, and guess what you get? Do you remember this? I do not remember. A free Kylie lip kit. So we oh, doubled yeah. down on the on our muse, on Kylie Jenner, on the girl who kind of started the movement, who had disrupted it from the beginning. Because we have to give credit where credit is yeah, due. Yeah, totally. It was Kylie Jenner that had the, she hadn't admitted it yet. I mean, we all knew, but like she was still pretty hush-hush about it. And we took the lip kits, and we said we bought them, like, as many as we could when they first came out. And we said the first 10 people get a Kylie lip kit, and you also get entered to win that Kylie, like, Grand Slam.
0: That's Remember right. Remember when Christy Muir yes. won it?
1: She's so cool. She's so cool. So that's how we got our first 10 customers. And some of them probably just, like, went for it because it was the first time lip injections had been offered for less than six or $700. Yeah. And it was also coming with a very, very hard-to-get item that was, like, Unavailable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how did you get those?
1: I I think I like literally set an alarm and yeah. like was online. I had probably so Sam on. I probably yeah. had like six employees, or yeah. like we didn't have six. I had like six <laughs> friends like trying to like buy them. And we bought 10 and we gave them to our first 10 customers. So, we launched the mini lip plump and the industry came at us, um, guns blazing. And I like get emotional about it because they're such assholes, really. They I know. were so. Mean we we're like two moms, yeah, trying to like eke out a living, trying to raise our little kids, like trying to not take their clients. we no, were like, like we we're just doing the, our new yeah. thing. We're like going for the seventeen-year-olds. Yeah. We're going for the Kylie Jenners, and we're not coming after your state. You know your fifty-plus disposable income people. Do you remember on Christmas Eve that one asshole doctor that like said I yes. am not getting off the phone until I speak to the person that came up with mini lip plump and like. Yes. Read them the Riot Act because
0: they need to like what burn in hell? Oh, Why I, did he I spoke it? with him multiple times on Christmas Eve?
1: What I mean, what kind of heathen does that? I mean, who even was that? I want. I know exactly you who do? it was. Oh, see, I don't and even he, remember. Uh, yeah. Well, now he's like came up with the mini lip balm until we took him, sent him a cease and desist. So, <laughs> cycle of disruption. You come up with something new that disrupts and kind of flies in the face of the industry. A good example would be. Amazon.com selling books online, like everyone mm-hmm. was like, "What?"
0: Or Netflix, even
1: right? Netflix, yeah, but yeah, Netflix is so. I'm almost hard for people to even remember what it was like before Netflix because mm-hmm. it's such a part of our lives now. But like, everyone remembers like the library, yes, and totally. the bookstores, and totally. you'd have to go to the big bookstore. You'd there was coffee. You uh-huh. could sit in a chair. You'd have to peruse the books, but like all of a sudden to take books into like just an online, yeah, like your your Kindle. Yeah, Yeah. you became Kindle, and it was like everyone said it'll never sell, people want to touch, they want to smell, they want to feel like, whatever, Mm -hmm. but it worked. And so Mini Lip Plump was kind of like flying in the face of the industry, and the first step of the cycle disruption is resistance. Yes. And they attack you, and they tell you why you can't do it, and they fight you, and they did. Every single med spa attacked us either on social media, personally, or would call our place of business Mm -hmm. and read us the riot act. And we just had to stand firm. Yeah. And then yeah. this, and then it caught on. So then what does the industry do? They copy you. Copy. Mm-hmm. So they first they fight it, then they, or they make fun of it, uh-huh. and then they copy and then they um, embrace it. Embrace it. And, 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 and embrace it becomes the it. Yeah. new industry standard. So we challenge anyone to look up a med spa in Utah, call them, cold call them, go on their Instagram and ask if they, do the mini lip plump. Now, they cannot call it a mini lip plump because Dre and I own that name
0: outright. Yeah, it's trademarked. It's Beauty Lab's name. Yeah.
1: But they can do a half syringe. They might try to talk you out of it or disparage the lab. We've
0: seen a baby lip plump. We've seen... um, Mini lips. uh, Mini lips. Um, Yeah, that's the best. The injectors
1: that leave here, I'm going to just make waves with the mini lips well no one wants miniature lips okay
0: (laughs) or baby lips.
1: or baby lips that's disgusting (laughs) why are you injecting baby lips you know
0: we want a mini lip plump yeah or a full lip plump or a mega lip plump I mean but look at how many med spas now use the word plump
1: oh because plump is the new word
0: plump is not trademarked but uh, mini lip plump
1: is right and so um lip plump Get your baby lip plump. Your uh-huh. yeah, plump has become like the new thing to mean lip injections, and isn't it a better word?
0: It really is It's a better word. That came straight from Heather's brain. Shout out to your brain. Listen, because... plump
1: plump <laughs> has always been in my brain. It's just it's what I'm one with it. Yeah. So that was our cycle of disruption three years ago, and that's kind of I believe how we made our
0: mark. I think so too. With the sure. mini lip plump. Yeah. So so how are we going to make our mark now? Because it's different. It's different. It's different.
1: Everyone's doing that now, and we are innovators, and we are disruptors, and we love a lot of things about this industry, but there's a lot of things that frustrate
0: us. I think one of the biggest things that we dislike about the industry is the taboo of it. The secrecy. The shame. It's just, ugh. Why should we ever be shamed for taking care of ourselves, for putting ourselves on the list, for taking care of our skin, our faces, our ourselves.
1: Yeah. There's, there's so many things at play. One, there's like all the sociological implications, but there's also the fact that it is a predominantly women dominated industry. And Uh we are, a lot of us are moms and just women. And it is really, really hard to put ourselves on the list. It is hard to take time from our families, from our obligations, from our, you know, our jobs to, to do personal maintenance. And so I think two of the big factors for Dre and I were kind of the burden of personal maintenance, like hair, nails, lashes, lips, Botox, facials, clothing, working out, tanning, I mean, we don't have, how can we change the world if we are so busy running on the treadmill of just being um, decent enough to show up, you know what I mean, like, I didn't like get ready today and I could barely like have conversations with people because I just felt so compromised because We just, we have learned to trade on our beauty and on our appearance and on the way that we present to the world. And that is kind of the plight of women. I saw a hilarious meme in light of the coronavirus that said, certainly in light of a pandemic, they're just going to let women just like walk around in hazmat suits, right? Or just like walk around like with our hands washed, nothing more. And they're going to be like, hey, uh, could you jazz that up? <laughs> like, could you belt it? You know, you look pretty heavy with that big burdensome like cloth hazmat suit. You know, could you maybe like add some appliques or pieces of flair to your gloves? I mean, that's just the plight of women in yeah, general. So true. And so personal maintenance, time consumption, and just the shame and taboo of getting things, and I want to say the inaccessibility, whether it be cost or just lack of knowledge. Like, of course I want to get a facial, but the times I've signed up to get a facial, it's been like some horrible Swedish extraction experience where I've been red faced, couldn't wear makeup for three days, went through like pain, mm-hmm. and also had like so much downtime that it's like never again.
0: Or, on the uh, flip side, it's an hour and a half long with hot stones and rose water. Yeah, and,
1: and like doodly
0: doodly doo yeah. music. Which is like, I mean that's a great experience, but like I'm not probably my skin's probably not going to change.
1: Your skin's not going to change, mm-hmm. and it's so it's so consumptive that it becomes a prohibit a prohibitor. You don't do that weekly. You know right. you don't go to the right. corridor to get a hot stone reflexology energy reading once a week because who has time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. So essentially, we um, realized that all those factors, and we said we want to make a utilitarian. We want to break down the walls that keep women from doing personal maintenance and we also want to break down the literal walls that keep us separated when we get these types of things then there's we don't go into separate private rooms for our lashes for our nails or for, for our, our hair. hair yeah so why do we do it for a facial I think there's a lot of reasons like I think it was like the shame of having our makeup off or this is this needs to be an upsell experience where we like milk it for all it's worth and charge them a nose you know Mm -hmm. a nose and a leg (laughs) an arm and a leg so we wanted to make it just kind of efficient yeah Utilitarian, and we want to give you more value so that you can come and get a facial and it doesn't take four hours out of your day. You don't have to take all your clothes off. You don't have to remove all your jewelry. You don't have to like mentally and emotionally prepare. You don't have to hire a babysitter. You can do it during your lunch break. Yeah, And you can still do the personal maintenance you want to do for your skin. So at Beauty Lab, we have one private aesthetics room where you can get your back facials, your mega hydro facials, where you dress down and you have the whole experience and where you get like some of your more medically um, advanced procedures. Yeah,
0: like your vampire facial, IPL, that matrix kind of thing. mm-hmm. things that
1: require a secured, you know, contained environment. But if you're just coming in for a hydrofacial or a quick chemical peel or steam and clean, you are next to your neighbor. You are on a chair out in the open for the world to see. <laughs> and it is the most amazing experience you're going to have it takes away all that weird dance of like come into the room knock 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 are you ready for (laughs) me feel free to dress down I'm just like girl I don't even want to take my shoes off okay I don't want to take my shirt off I don't want to take my shoes off I don't want to climb under the blankets I just want to lay down clean my face wash my face (laughs) and get me on my way you know clean my pores decongest me do what I have to do to stay you know presentable to the world Mm -hmm. and I also don't want to have to be locked in a room with a stranger to chit chat about my life right and so if you think about this if you had to go to your nail salon and they ushered you into a private room put your hands in the soapy water and said I'll be back in a few minutes to check on you and then close the door behind them
0: Heather I have done this before and it was my worst nightmare.
1: Horrible anxiety. Yeah, like
0: when you said that, because I will say I I still have a little industry standard in me. I mean, I, I think know I got to beat it m- out of her. Most earth. of it has come out, but like when you presented the idea to me of like a more of an open air like community, we're the Morocco
1: of facials. We are an open air marketplace,
0: know, which you'd think I'd really sink my teeth into, but no. Like I was kind of like, huh? And then you said the thing about the nails, and I immediately knew. And it was when we went to one of the trade shows in Vegas a couple years ago, and I had broken a nail, and so I made an appointment at the hotel that we stayed at. Okay, so like the hotel spa. Yeah, and for some reason it was like really dead, and she took me into like, it wasn't a private room, but there was no one else in there, and like I could see like the fun part of the salon, (laughs) and there were like people getting their hair done and like getting a blowout (laughs) and like getting their makeup done, and she took me into this weird secluded corner and like... We it was isolated you and her and I was just like I I hated it and I've never forgotten it. I've gotten my nails done thousands of times and I specifically remember this time because I was like, "You're a stranger." I I I, I, like I'm not a talker. Yeah, but you feel obligated when you're locked alone
1: in a room with someone. It's a completely different dynamic. It
0: was horrible. And like once you once you said that, I was like, oh.
1: Oh yeah! See, we are like, we are democratizing the facial. We are making it as utilitarian as nails, lashes, hair. Like it's it's disconcerting to walk through a salon with a black cape on and your hair wet, but like totally. but we, we do accept it. it. Yeah, we do. So it. like, lay down. The person next to you, their eyes are closed and they're getting their facial done. And guess what? You don't have to talk to your esthetician if you don't want to. You don't have to engage with anyone. They can talk to each other. You can just absorb the white noise. You can just get in, get out, and get on with your life. You don't have to remove all your clothing. You don't have to pay $700 for us to put hot stones on your back. That's a different experience for a different time. We are a beauty lab. We are not a spa. And we want that vibe to be what you feel. And it's disruptive
0: totally but
1: so far 5 days in the Everybody feedback we've gotten it, yeah. yeah is overwhelming and i know the
0: girls were kind of nervous about it because it is different no one's doing this in utah i do think that like in new york and la this is probably a little yeah we real common. estate's yeah. a little bit more scarce and, yeah i think it's probably a little more common but like no one in utah is doing this and so i think they were a little nervous like day 1 is like, oh, oh. They're freaking
1: out. And this did is... I come in? I'm like, I will read the riot act. Like, <laughs> we want to be enthusiastic about this. Yes, it is disruptive. Yes, we are the only salon in Utah right now having what we would call open air facials. Yes, it might be something that you're afraid you won't like. But we're saying we don't, we know, we're so confident in it. Yeah. We know you will love it. And like, we know it because we love it. And we have built the lab around what we love mm-hmm. and that is why we have been successful. And so we know we're gonna get a lot of heat for it. We know we're probably gonna have to deal with Doppel. We're gonna have to deal with <laughs> people that like storm out and those are not our people.
0: Nobody's done that though. I no, think everyone has liked loved it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I will say like, I mean, you thought, you wanted this concept years ago because you love a blow dry bar. Yeah. And you're like, we need to have that for faces. Yeah, I wanted and a
1: facial blow dry
0: bar. And it's true. Like we do need that for faces. It's efficient it's it's just more value
1: yeah and i want to be able to run in with three friends and be like hey we don't want to go home shower and but we want to like look fresh tonight can you just Mm -hmm. give us a quick hydrafacial or a
0: good to glow yeah and lay down and
1: 35 minutes later walk out glowing With a beautiful tinted moisturizer on, feeling like our pores are cleaned, our moods are elevated. And P.S., it's super relaxing. And Mm -hmm. it's even more relaxing because 45 minutes in, you don't get this pit in your stomach like, I'm late for the babysitter. I'm late for my errands. (laughs) I have now overextended myself with my husband. Now I'm obligated to have makeup sex. I mean, all the things that come with putting ourselves on the list, it's never free. It's never, it's never it's, there's never not a cost associated. And our job at Beauty Lab is to democratize the process, give you what you want and what you need, and add every minute of value back into your life so that you can do what you have to do to be a woman in this day and age without mm-hmm. getting emotional and still survive, you I know? know. Totally. It sucks. It, it does really suck. does suck. It's hard. It's hard but it's hard to even like eke out this podcast I had to leave both my kids like huge guilt trip and I was like actually so glad to do it I was like <laughs>
0: you know what I have a podcast what can I do it, and it was podcast like, will, will wait for no man it was scheduled we had to it, I mean because we haven't we've been so busy with the move and everything um, yeah we're like two weeks out yeah already. totally so and I, I was out of town and then now you're going out of yeah, town next week. so we week, had to so knock it out yeah, we had to um so I mean Heather do you think that the next step is open air injections that is my dream Well <clears throat> I'll tell you
1: Botox party is an open air injection concept yeah, that happens is. and is and fun so and it's, fun. it's so great and so I think that the I think that open air Botox is great I think that I still have to say I think getting a needle in the lip is hard and you cry and it hurts and it's you know what I mean like yeah. you can, we're used to it but I'm still not yeah. used to it and I I think There's some medical procedures that need to be, you know, contained. Sure. But facials aren't one of them.
0: But like, it's more- Brazilian laser hair (laughs)
1: removal? Contained,
0: (laughs) private room. Okay, yeah, Oh, shot contained. But like, I'm I'm just thinking back to a Botox party that we had a couple weeks ago. And it was so fun. And this one girl who I will not name on on the air, but like you know who you are. And I love her. She's a good friend of mine. And she had was like so nervous about getting her lips done. And like she was such a baby, like freaking out, like anytime the needle would poke she was just like swear it was so funny but like, like swearing and yeah, yelling and screaming but it was like so great because like all of her girls were there you know what I mean like yeah. her whole support system we were all holding her hand and like cheering around and then icing and then he would poke and then and then you know and it was like it was, a, so it takes great. It was a like takes a village com- yeah it was like a community like I feel like we all did her lip injections with her yeah you know because I, we were there for it and. Like, it really was fun. So I understand what you're saying as far as, And like, I think
1: that, that that's still true at the lab. Like, you can bring as many friends as you want. We, we you know, love it. More yeah. fun with friends. It's more fun with yeah. friends. We always encourage support and friends. And, like, bring spectators. Bring your buddies. This is not a uptight situation where there's only one person back in the room. But I think we'll start with facials being our disruption now. And then we'll see um, where it lends itself to. But what I anticipate happening is people uh, rejecting it, mocking it. Um, trying to shut it down
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then copying it
0: yeah
1: and then embracing it and that's yeah. the cycle of disruption so we are literally breaking down the physical walls that keep you isolated in a room alone with an esthetician for an hour <laughs> when you just want to get your face washed and we're also breaking down the walls of um, tradition and industry standard and we're trying yeah. to disrupt both of those and that is the beauty lab way so
0: we want to create a community yeah and like I will say some of my best times doing like you know whatever personal maintenance sometimes it's me just falling asleep in the last chair you know totally and it's so great and so important but then also there I have had amazing conversations with like other women who are getting their hair done in cute Britney's salon totally you know when Tatum is doing their hair and Britney's doing mine and like we bond and it's amazing
1: It is amazing, and I feel like I have made friends at the nail salon, and it's not with my nail technician. Yeah. You know, it is with the women sitting next to me because you know what? What do we always say? We're all in this together. Yeah, we're
0: all in this together. And the reason
1: we do everything at the lab is because, honestly, the lab loves you, and we are doing our part, you know, to, like, make lives easier for men and women everywhere. And I don't know. Why am I so emotional?
0: because you because this is our lives and we are doing it for we are doing it we love the men but like we're doing it for the for women our sisters we don't yeah. have to be
1: friends with everybody but we are sisters to everybody and yeah. we love you and we want you to get what you need when you need it without shame guilt or any, extra – any kind
0: of taboo Ew. taboo
1: yeah and yeah. just more burden than it needs to be yeah and
0: so let's do this together ladies yeah.
1: Let's do this, and yeah. still bring us all the men. I know. We
0: still love men, the men need facials too. Yes, yes. for reals. Yes, um, and you know what? That's going to be the other. That's going to be the biggest yeah. walls to break down when the men are lining up in there.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have
0: we'll have the bromance special yeah.
1: for <laughs> Valentine's Day next year, and like. We encourage all of you to come check out the lab, Yes. um, see our new open-air facility. Come to the open-air fair in the Moroccan beauty spa. Um, No, stop
0: by. Come get a tour. Yeah, and and see what it means
1: to have an open-air facial and and feel what we're trying to do and be a part of the movement, be a part of the disruption, and be loud and proud, Beauty Labbers, extra AF, and we wouldn't do it if it didn't work. Yep. That's the truth. We're all the best. Zero BS. None of it.
0: Come take a selfie with the wings. Do yeah, beauty you lab know, gives wings. Give you wings. take a shoofy on our live love lab.
1: Yeah, we've got floor. we've got we've got spots for selfies, shoofies, uh, all the things, and we've got still your product at wholesale cost. You'll never pay more. You'll have a staff that loves you, supports you, and understands you. And at the very least, you'll have a place that you go where you feel safe. And yep. what we'll say to you every time you come after when, after you pay <laughs> is, don't leave. Don't leave because we love you and. That's why we're in the business.
0: Yep. We're just really in our feelings right now. Yeah, we so.
1: really are. This is what five days of no sleep and excessive stress will do <laughs> to biz- with female entrepreneurs. And we own it. We're proud of it. We are. Loud and proud. This
0: is who we are. All right. Well, we should probably get back to the new lab.
1: Yes. Get back right? to the new lab. Um, leave the old space. but yes. uh, it, it feels
0: good, though. Like, it feels yeah. good to be here. We probably
1: should do, like, some sort of sage or, like, I goodbye know. seance. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. We'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well,
1: well, remember that the lab loves you.
0: And life is short. By the the lips. lips.